Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 60. By the time that we release this episode, the D23 Expo will be days away, and we talk a little bit about some of the things that you can do, some general info about the event, and some of the tech that's being brought to the Expo. Part of that tech talk involves describing augmented reality and how AR will play a part at the D23 Expo this year. Uh, make sure to check out the blog post for this episode over at podcasters.com slash episode 60 because we're going to include a couple of video samples referenced in the talk. Um, we also talk about a couple that snuck their entire wedding into Disneyland and got away with it. <sighs> and also, science! We talk about how Neil deGrasse Tyson figured out how many elephants it might take to move Thor's hammer. Spoiler alert, it's a lot. If you're going to the D23 Expo and want something to do while you're standing in line, consider a free audiobook. If you head over to audibletrial.com slash Audible will hook you up with a 30-day free trial of their service and one free audiobook. There's no obligation to keep it. You can cancel it at any time. And they have plenty of books about Disney and Pixar, like Creativity, Inc., Overcoming the Unseen Forces That Stand in the Way of True Inspiration by Ed Catmull. Uh, it's a great book. It's available. You can have it for free. Just head over to audibletrial.com slash for your 30-day free trial and free audiobook. On the social networks, we are at Podcateers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. We're at facebook.com slash podcateers but all that and more can also be found over at podcateers.com thank you all for listening we always appreciate all the love and support from you guys here is episode 60 of podcateers this is our podcast it's about three guys that love disney technology art and food this is Podcateers. I just want to tell you thank you because this has been a very, very stressful week and a very labor intense week. And I felt like I needed a nap. And when you guys got here, we woke you up. Well, no, when you guys got here the first time, we startled when, him. When you guys got here the first time, yeah. I was I was awake. But all I kept thinking was, man, I really want a root beer float. Is that the reason I kept knocking and knocking and you weren't getting up? No, I just knew it was you. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted, wanted you to wait outside. <laughs> uh, but I didn't get a chance to go to, to buy any. By the time that I was ready to go, mm-hmm. the store was closing. Yeah. So I was a little sad and I thought, uh, you know, I guess I'm going to have to do without it. Yeah. And the fact that you guys stepped up. And not only went to a store, but seeked out a place that was open. This late? This late. Yeah. Because, you know, finding a place that closes at 10, easy. 11, a little harder. Midnight, (laughs) bravo. Good job, Mario. That's just all Yelp. (laughs) I thought it was going to be Google. Whatever it was. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Uh, The root beer hit the spot. Hey, man, salute. Plus... Mm-hmm. The nap helped. <laughs> you were knocked out, bro. I, you have no idea how badly I needed that. I'm sure. So, uh, anyway, what did you guys end up drinking? You guys had a, a, whatever you guys gave me to taste was fantastic. It was a fantastic orangey flavor thing that the liquor store dude picked out for us. What was it, Mario? I don't know. What was the name of it again? Valencia Gold? Know. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was by uh, Almanac Brewery. Almanac? Yeah. I've never heard of them before. Delish. But I'm going to make it a point to find out more about them. It was good stuff. Because it was really, really tasty. Mm-hmm. So Almanac Brewery, my hat's off to you. So should we have not brought you the root beer? Or? Oh, no. I still want the float. Oh. I'm having the root beer now, but once you guys leave, I'm having the float. Why did you have to wait? Mario didn't wait. He had one earlier. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't? Why are you waiting? I just wanted the root beer by itself. Because oh. there's not enough ice cream. <laughs> no, there's enough. Did you eat it, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> no, there's enough. Am I going to have to go buy you ice cream now? Yes. <laughs> go find a 24-hour something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, science. What I'm about gonna, it? 
I didn't know exactly how to take the story that you posted in our chat because uh, one, I'm a huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson yes. and I like Thor, but the fact that, you know, you were the one posted it. Why don't you tell us what the story was? Okay. Real quick. Uh, he has a podcast called uh star talk. Fantastic podcast. Yes. Uh, and they were just having, you know, regular nerd talk and they were uh, talking about comic books and Thor came up for some reason and he goes, Oh, by the way, I watched the movie Thor and I guess they were talking about what the Thor hammer was made of. Some sort of neutron star. It's like star matter or something yeah. like that. And he did some sort of calculations all in his head, no calculator. And he came up with a, a, a way of showing us how heavy this hammer would be being made with uh, that material. He, so he borrowed his buddy's hammer. He did all the measurements and he calculated that his, Thor's hammer would weigh 300 billion elephants. That's how much the hammer would weigh. 300 billion? Billion with a Are there B. even that many elephants in the world? This calculation was in his head? <laughs> no, no, no. He <laughs> no, not in his head. I was just kidding. Well... Uh, so he, he yeah he figured figured out that because of the what the hammer was made of, uh, that's how many elephants it would take. One, I think it's kind of cool that he's actually taking the time to figure out how much Thor's hammer weighs. <laughs> Wait, are we saying that that's the weight here on Earth or on, or on Asgard? My understanding is here on Earth. Marty's got a crazy look in his face. I know he does. I'm sorry, I'm doing my own calculations. Go ahead. So. So I, I was interested, so I went into uh, doing some research on this. So I found the article where he talks about the weight of of the of the hammer. Here's the thing, though. In the article, they're like, uh, 300 billion elephants. That's not really a source of measurement. So they did the calculations. Apparently, you know, each elephant weighs between 8,000 to 15,000 times 300 billion elephants. It came out to... 3.5 quadrillion pounds. Wow. I'm trying to figure this out now. All right, go ahead. On Earth, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I was going to say, I see the skepticism. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Look, all I know is that if he placed that hammer on a toilet, I wouldn't be able to open it. <laughs> all right. I saw the picture floating around that you posted. Yeah. I know that if he put that... <laughs> Uh, hammer on the toilet, uh, I wouldn't be able to go. Right. Okay. Uh huh. So that's all I'm going to say. So there was a guy, uh, comic book nerd, made the same face Mario just made. And it's like, oh, excuse me, sir, that calculation's actually wrong. That hammer only weighs six pounds. Okay, look, one. <laughs> How dare he go back and check Neil deGrasse Tyson's work? <laughs> Uh, that Everything not- that man says is gold. And it is the truth? And it is the truth. Mm-hmm. I write it down as fact. Uh-huh. It's actually good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's actually good. I recently started listening to a new podcast called Science Versus. Oh. It just ended its first season. Uh-huh. And what they do is they take science versus just different things like, you know, uh, like vaping. It was one of the most recent episodes. And they mm. talk about, is it better than actually smoking? And uh, What's the they, answer? Now I'm curious. No, listen to the podcast. They, got, they have good Come arguments. Come on, I don't have sides. time for this. No, they have good arguments on both sides. But anyway, he, he appeared on one of those podcasts. And he basically talked about, or the host talked about, how scientists always need to check each other. Right. And how that's how you figure out if things are wrong. So the fact that somebody went back and actually questioned him yeah. and figured out that it was six pounds. <laughs> I don't know how we went I don't know how we went from three hundred bajillion kajillion pounds to six. Here's the thing. I don't think the guy was measuring uh the, in earth weight. Yeah. All right. I, I think you're right. Look, I'm oh, talking really? right now. I I really don't I don't think he was calculating that it was a what was it neutron star? Wait, so who who was wrong? Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think they're or? both right. Unfortunately, I think they're both wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm telling you right now. Wait a second, here comes Mario. <laughs> I'm gonna start with that guy for starters. A six pound hammer, yeah, hardly 
Right. Nobody looks that yoked after lifting a six-pound hammer. <laughs> if I can lift it, it's probably not. <laughs> no, it's not possible. Right. Second of all, based on my seconds and seconds of research I just did on Google while you guys were just talking. <laughs> seconds and seconds. <laughs> the Earth weighs 5.2 right. sextillion pounds, okay? Right. It's not that big of a weight difference from three, what was it? Quadrillion? Quadrillion. Okay. That would totally mess with the Earth's rotation axis. Wow, who's the nerd now? It would slow down the Earth's <laughs> rotation with that kind of weight. All right. Both of them make no sense. You're right. I am hmm. actually going to agree with you. And I think the answer is because Thor is a god and he's only assigned to that hammer, he's the only reason, uh, he's the only one that can lift that hammer. I'm going to go with that one. You yeah. it's like the sword and the stone. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm going to basically go with that answer because I'm almost positive he, that he actually mentions that in one of the Avengers movies. He says something along those mm-hmm. lines. And if one of the listeners remembers this and they want to comment, yeah. that would be great. Because I'm almost positive that in one of the movies, somebody asks him about moving it and he says, well, you know... I wield the power of Asgard, and only I can actually, you know, wield the power of thunder. Whatever he says, but the point is that I I, you're right, Javier. Power. I think he's not He Man. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think you're right. I think he's the only one yes. that can wield it. Yeah, because even Loki can't do it, right? No, and and no one can until yeah. he passes uh, these powers to someone mm-hmm. else. Right. That's so right. Loki's his brother, and even Loki can't wield the hammer. So. You know, I think you're right. I think it's just a, a, you know, the the fact that he can only do it. Right. So, I don't normally agree with Javier, but I want to move on. Whoa. Mean adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hands up. So. <laughs> I'm right again. Oh, that's two weeks in a two row. Two weeks in a row. Wow, you're on a roll, buddy. Yeah. So, this couple that I told you guys about that basically snuck their entire wedding into Disneyland. They did what? Yes. And when did you tell me this? I put it up in the chat. Oh, I don't read it. Mario, you read the article, correct? <laughs> I did. Okay. Obviously, Javier didn't. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, man. Here's what happened. A couple wanted to get married at Disneyland. Disneyland weddings are $40,000, $50,000. They're very, very that expensive. All? That's okay, that's a basic wedding. And for the most part, you get married outside in the hotel. They have a little garden area where you have your, your wedding ceremony and stuff like that. I don't know if you know this, but is that just to get <clears throat> married there or does that come with everything? Is this no, a that's full package? just to get married just ceremony. Here. Oh, my God. Just to get married there. Mm-hmm. Now, all right. this couple basically snuck their entire wedding party in. By snuck, they all got I was going to say, how do you sneak line, in? You know? They dressed up. But not dressy to the point where they were in tuxedos. They didn't look like it was an actual wedding. They were dressed up enough that it was a little bit more than casual, Mm. but less than tuxedo, you know, to the nines type. Not even Dapper Day. I was going to say, is this Dapper Day? It wasn't even Dapper Day. Okay. Like these people were just a little plussed up from regular clothing. Okay. Okay. So they walked around the park and they kind of, you know, got everybody ready. They did their ceremony, and they did it really quickly. They just did very quick vows. They did a very quick ceremony so that they could just get it over with. Do you know where? Like in front of the castle? or They actually did it in the waiting area of the Tiki Tiki Room. The, that is not even closely too romantic. Well, their original well, idea was a haunted mansion, but... Yeah. So oh, that's more romantic. So they basically got their entire wedding party in there. They did their in the ceremony. waiting area, and you know they were very quiet so that yeah. they didn't, you know, spark security and stuff like, like that. Whispering their vows, or <clears throat> I don't think they were whispering because not a lot of people are going to be able to pay attention to you because there's a lot of ambient noise that's mm. happening, not just from people, but from the ride itself, from the Dole Whip machine, from the fountains, and you know, it, and the eighty-five thousand of... people that are at the park. <clears throat> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ambient noise that's happening, mm. so. They were pretty much able, I'm assuming they were pretty much able to speak at a normal volume, and they were able to get their ceremony done very, very quickly. Now, here's here's the thing. The person that outed this wedding was the best man. Whoa. The best man is a writer for an organization, and he basically wrote about this as a column for his organization. 
Mario and I talked about this a little bit more. So, Mario, why don't you give me your thoughts on this sneaking this wedding into Disneyland? Before you say anything, can I ask one question? Sure. You, they're sneaking around. So you're saying this is not allowed at the park? They oh, didn't no, sanction it's not. this. No. They're not no. allowed to get married. No. And is that because they want their 35000 or is there another reason? I don't, I don't think it's the fact that they're just not allowed to get married. I, I mean, you know, marriage is, is different things to different people. You know, depending on your culture and depending on your beliefs, mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far into that, but everybody believes a marriage is something different. Okay. You know, and if they wanted to go through the process of having vows and rings and all that stuff, mm-hmm. then they needed to have a sanctioned area for that. You know, it's not something you can just do wherever you want because you're basically obstructing other guests. And okay. that's what Disneyland doesn't want to do. No, that, I get it. You know, the Disney organization wants you to pay for the fact yeah. that you are in a proper area. You are not obstructing traffic, the, mm-hmm. you know, the ability for other guests to have fun and stuff like that. So okay, that's can, really what you're paying for. Yeah, I, can, I can jump on board with there. that. Okay. okay. Yeah, that if you sense. think about it, a wedding is like a year-round celebration kind of thing. If people, let's face it, there are tons of people that are going to want to get married at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and they probably book it for like every day. You're right. At the end, like what it's becoming is just kind of, you're you're kind of getting in the way of other people visiting the park. Mm. So they just wanted to say, hey, we got married at Disneyland. Correct. Yes. Okay. Whole thing. Okay. How do I, how am I going to be nice about this? <laughs> um, Did you just snort again, Javier? <laughs> no, it was a laugh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess the best way I could summarize this is it's a cool idea. It wasn't executed well. I am not impressed by what this couple did. Okay, so I'm kind of borderline on this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Okay? Make a stands, man. Pick one. Let me tell you why I'm I'm kind of I'm kinda borderline. (laughs) And here's 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 basically my stance. Go ahead. I know several people that have decided to have their wedding at Disneyland. And they went through the process of paying the amount of money that they had to have a reserved area. Right. You know, they they basically did it right. The fact that everybody snuck in and they were able to have the entire ceremony without anybody realizing it, mm-hmm. one kind of awesome. Yeah. The fact that they were able to go through with the entire thing and bothered no I will one. Respect and bo- that's the important yeah. thing that they got around and did everything with the entire party. Without being an obstruction to any other guests. Yeah. They went unnoticed for the entire thing. As a matter of fact, the only reason anybody knows about this is because the best man opened his mouth and wrote the article. If he hadn't said anything, it was a perfect way to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And he outlines every single thing that they did. Oh, in step order, by step. Uh, not, not fully step by step, but he pretty much gives an account of everything that happened from getting everybody into the park to the point where they said I do to, you know, moving on from where they were. So it's a blueprint for the next person or couple that wants to get married. I'm glad you said that. That's why I'm on the fence about it because, yes, they got away with it, but now they basically said, hey, guys, this is how you get away with it, and Mm. that's what I'm not cool with. Nice. That's the problem with this entire thing. Mm-hmm. That now everybody's going to be like, well, if we add this and this, then we can do it this way. And we'll be able to do it here. And we'll be able to do it there. Okay. That's not cool. But if it doesn't affect you, what does it matter? First and foremost, you can't actually get married inside of the Disneyland park. You can only get married at the Disneyland resort. The hotels, okay. the gardens outside, things like that. That's where the money comes in. Unless they don't crazy. take <laughs> money for you to get married inside of the park. Unless that is just crazy. not allowed. They're it's not, not going to question it. Okay. That's fine. Then if I'm going to be a rule follower, then I agree. And, the- and I think that's what bugs me, that I respect Disneyland so much that I respect the rules and I follow the rules. And I mm. think that's what's getting me upset about this whole yeah. thing. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. Which I actually agree with in part. But here's the other thing. Horrible, horrible as it was. <laughs> what was impressive about Escape from Tomorrow? Did we really have to bring that movie up? I will bring it up because I'm trying to make a point. All right. Okay? This guy didn't walk into a park and filmed a one-minute trailer. This man planned an entire motion feature at not one, but two Disneyland parks. Yes. And then shared it with the world. Right. These guys planned a 90-second ceremony 
and didn't want to share it with anyone. What else do you have besides your word? Hey, we got married at Disneyland. That's not true. No one can get married at Disneyland. No one's going to believe that. So what do you have to gain from that? They know. So what? They know. Exactly. They know. It doesn't it doesn't it's not supposed to affect it's you. It's not it's not about the guests, else. yeah. A wedding isn't about the guests. A wedding is about the two people joining together. Yeah, one hundred percent correct. So join together anywhere. Well, Why did it thing. have to be at Disneyland? Well, that's because what I'm they saying. wanted a story they were going to share and one that people aren't going to believe because that's not something you can do. Well, they wanted a bug now, Mario. Now they're going to believe it because that article exists. And oh, these that's the thing. It's the article that gave them validation. Yes. Right. They weren't even going to give themselves validation. Mm-hmm. So what was the point of going through a, like this whole plan to create a 90-second ceremony? And it was 90 seconds. You want to impress me? Make it an entire hour ceremony inside the castle or the dream suite or something. <laughs> Again, it wasn't to impress you. Then why do it there? Because Go get married they, wanted, they wanted to say that they got married at Disneyland. To who? They basically wanted to say we broke the rules. Yeah, they're the rule breakers. That's the problem. Okay. That, like I'm saying, you know, the fact that they did it, 90 seconds or not, the fact that they got married in the park, okay, they got away with it. What bugs me is the fact that when I'm at the park, I follow the rules of the park, and they blatantly broke the rules, and that bugs me. Well, the fact that they're trying to show that off doesn't impress me. They are not trying to show it off. It was the best man who happens to be an, uh, a writer who did that for them. Then I find it pointless. That's all it is. And if I ever see anyone getting married in the park, I'm not going to rat them out, but I am going to walk around with a selfie stick. So they could spot me, so that you and can I can be like, they're out? getting married, and you're going to talk to me about a selfie stick? Oh, my bad, and then I'm going to walk away. <laughs> I'm sorry, that made no sense. <laughs> yeah, it did. And, and I don't know if this would be a, a, a good enough rebuttal, but there's people that, that elope to, let's say, Vegas and get married to just Elvis. It's be, but they know. They know they got married uh, in front of Elvis. See what I mean? Then they have pictures that they're going to share with people. They're going to need a witness. They're going to need... There's going to be people they that provide are going to know they did that. Vegas provides a witness. Vegas is a believable place to get married. So is Disney. No, it's not because it's not allowed. It's not allowed, but it's believable. No, it's not. And it's and it's cooler than, than in front of Elvis. How many people do you know got married at Disneyland? I have no idea because they kept their mouth shut. And yeah, that's the question. You know no what? one. And you know what? That That's actually a valid point because, like I said... Wedding ceremonies are different things to different people. Some people go all out and they do a church. Some people do it outside, you know, in the open. Some people do it on the beach. It's whatever suits you as a couple. I'm I'm assuming that there are tons of other people that have gone to Disneyland and exchanged rings and said, you know what? We're married without a ceremony. Mm. Because to be married to some people doesn't require a ceremony. It's an exchange of vows between people. So Look at you sounding all romantic. No, now. I'm just saying. I'm being totally legit on what I'm saying right I'm now. I'm falling okay? in love with saying, you all over again. Quiet. It's, it's quiet. I'm just saying. I, I'm saying that there are tons of people that have probably done this. Yes. And have gone under the radar, but right. like you said, have kept their mouth shut, and maybe to their friends and family have said, "Yeah, you know what." Oh, we got married in front of uh, Snow White's grotto or something like that. Whatever mm. the case is, it's probably gone under the radar. But the fact that this guy went out of his way to write everything, and like Javier said, he wrote a blueprint for people to try in the future, that's what bugs me about this. Okay, let mm. me ask you another question. You just made this whole speech about how weddings are different things to different people. Why do you think this couple chose Disneyland? Because they like Disneyland. Do you believe that? Do you believe they wanted to get married at the place they were happiest at? Sure. What if they had gotten caught and got kicked out? That was the risk they were willing to take, that I think. Was, exactly. So what if it would have happened? They got caught and got kicked out of Disneyland. Then what? Then they would have came back the next day. No, no, no. When you're banned from Disneyland, you're banned. For breaking a rule, you can't come back. Is that still a great wedding day? That you got kicked out of the greatest place again, you can think of? I think again, the excitement it was is what they liked. It was a gamble. Yeah. I, I want to leave it up to the listeners. You know, So now that you guys kind of understand you know, what happened, they snuck everybody in. They had their ceremony, 90 seconds. They basically got away with it. You to know, be fair, as, they snuck nobody in. That's true. 
Oh, that's true. They, they all didn't. Paid. They all everybody paid. paid. Yeah. Everybody did pay, but they did have their ceremony in mm-hmm. front of the tiki room. And as short as the ceremony was, they did break the rules. I go to Disneyland to enjoy the things that they provide, and I do my best to follow the rules of the park because I respect the park. And the fact that they didn't, I think it's the thing that's upsetting me the most about this whole thing. Anyway, yeah, just just leave a comment. Tell us what you guys have to say about this. I'm, I'm curious what, what you guys have to say about this whole thing. Cool. Uh, speaking of listener comments, I want to bring up a couple from last week. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. Right. And we had several comments about oh, no. it on the Instagram account. And did we get something wrong? No, no. I'm people, sure you did. <laughs> people were actually uh, explaining to us what the process was and like how much candy and stuff like that people oh, were oh, getting. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I want to read a couple of the comments. Sure. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Uh, listener, he's uh, on Instagram. It's man underscore knee. He says, great episode, fellas. I can say from experience that my family and I, three total, have filled up two Disney reusable bags full of candy. Nice. Sweet. My daughter's strap even broke last year from it being so heavy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, I think it was Hazen that suggested that you could pass out the candy at Halloween. Nope. Uh, actually, no, that was Javier. Yep. Uh, he says, after we take Come on, out man, underscore of- knee. <laughs> he says, after we take out all of the good stuff, of course... Yeah, the big Snickers. <laughs> oh, he agrees with you then, yeah. yeah. And then he goes on to say, and if Javier wants to start a sing-along on the 20th, <laughs> I'll be there with you. <laughs> so there you go. Now you have some support for your sing-along. Yeah. Which, by the way, are, are we – what did you end up assigning for him, Mario? Oh, come Reflections on, from Mulan. Come on, guys. I heard it that night. I assigned it to you. Still come love that song. Come on. Come on. You Which, by the it. way, I also just kind of want to build on that. <clears throat> I know we mentioned Christina Aguilera sings the song, but can we appreciate the fact that Lea Salonga originally sang it? Yeah, that's true. Love that woman. She was also the singing voice of Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. Yes. Wow. Uh, I remember A Whole New World is actually the reason she got on the map with yes. Disney, right? Yes. So, <clears throat> so uh, anyway, we had... I think one more comment. This comment actually comes from listener Johnny. And one thing that we didn't mention that I did know about that Johnny mentioned in his comment was the cadaver dance. Are you familiar? No. Are you familiar with the dapper dance? No. Okay. So when you enter on Main Street, the dapper dance are a quartet, a barbershop quartet that goes along and they sing different songs you know okay. different disney songs and right. one of my I favorite would hope songs so. one of my favorite songs that they do during halloween time mm-hmm. is grim grinning ghosts uh it's not halloween time but mm-hmm. let me give you a small clip just so you know what it sounds like okay cool all right And the bright moonlight for a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a cat disguise, they pretend to terrorize. When Gringos come out to socialize. So, what do you think? I'm gonna do a hazen. There's a song! I that think sounds he said nothing this like me. No, that was spot on. Was what? No. <laughs> I really liked it. They they actually are really really good. I have to say this. I didn't even know they did that. It's it's one of the key things to do on Main Street. They they perform uh, a couple times every afternoon, and for the most part, I think they either perform in front of the Starbucks now or in mm. front of the Firehouse. Yeah, but. It's always a show you want to catch because they sing for a good 10 or 15 minutes. That's and so good. It's, it's always Disney songs some way, one way or another. Grim Grinning Ghost is one of the like one of the most requested songs and one of the songs I love to hear whenever they're playing it. But during the Halloween party, you know, like Johnny mentioned, they have the cadaver dance. And it's basically the dapper dance dressed up as ghosts or cadavers. And they're floating down the rivers of America oh, okay. uh, singing... 
primarily, uh, from what I remember, I think they sing songs from Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff like that. I think they have done Grim Grinning Ghosts as well. How's which, that sound? Uh, it they sound exactly the same, oh, except okay. that they're there's they're singing songs from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. So imagine Grim Grinning Ghosts, but them dressed up as ghosts or cadavers floating through the rivers mm. of America. That's one of the things that happens during Halloween that doesn't happen, you know, regularly. Mm. I think that's one of the cool things. Uh, I don't know if it happens here at Disneyland, but I know that Walt Disney World has the Headless Horseman running down Main Street or riding down Main Street. I think that would be cool if they did it here. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're really contemplating doing Not So Scary this year. And if we do it, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a future episode. But if What's any, it called? Uh, Mickey's Halloween Party. It used to be called Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Oh, that's what I thought you and said. But I, 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 said I think I did so call scary. it that. I, I think I did call it Not So Scary yeah. because that's kind of what people called it. Oh. It was supposed to be the family-friendly version of, you know, the competition down the street. Yes. Not, not Scary Farm. Right. So they call it Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I think it's officially now just called Mickey's Halloween Party. Oh, so. okay. Uh, but if any of our listeners are going to go, we'd love to hear your experience there. Uh, so, you know, if you do end up going, drop us a, a note, you know, either on the Facebook page, Instagram, or on the blog post for uh, any of our episodes, and we'll definitely read it in a future podcast. Does Deborah Dan still sing <clears throat> Baby on Board upon request? I don't know. Somebody needs to ask them. They take um, requests? Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons when Homer had a barbershop quartet called yes. the B-Sharps? The, yeah. the Dapper Dans are the voice of that song. Get out of here. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I had no idea. And I heard, I never verified this, but you can ask them to sing Baby on Board and they would do it. Wow. Mm. Maybe next time I go, I'll ask them. Uh, you might want to periscope that. Oh. Huh? Are you going to pay for my data? No, I'm assuming you're <laughs> just going to... Oh, you swear you're going to waste 10 gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I was assuming you're going to hang out with Jeff. Jeez, using for his data, why don't you? I know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this coming week is going to be D23. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. D23 is basically the Comic-Con for the Disney World. Are you both going or? As in me and Mario? Yeah. Or no, I'm going. I'll... I may sneak in under a shirt. <laughs> Are you going to be giving away uh, buttons again? Yes, right outside. <laughs> I'll meet you at Danny's. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, he'll be at the Denny's. The order for me. You know what I want. <laughs> so D23 is coming up this week, and I want to talk a little bit about what to expect if you've never been to D23. So it's I, I've never been to a Comic-Con or a WonderCon or anything, but me I have neither. heard the stories associated with WonderCon and Comic-Con and stuff. I can tell you we've we've been to every D23 so far. How many others have been? Four. Well, there's there with this one, I think it's going to be the fourth one. Wow. So that's cool. My wife and I have been to every single D twenty three since since it first started. Still not bored, huh? No, I love it. Every single time, <laughs> I love it. I'm there's assuming it's different new things. experiences. Yeah, it's been different experiences at every single one of the expos because they have been managed a little bit differently. Oh. It's funny because every time I hear people talk about the expo, the one thing I keep hearing is, well, it's not like the first one. It's not like the first one. But you were there. The first one was the best. You were there. I was there. And what do you think? Uh, I think that every expo has grown in a different way, and they've Mm -hmm. tried different things, and it didn't work. And I think Disney has done a really good job of trying to create their own version of Comic-Con. You know, it's to put together a convention is not an easy thing. And to put together a convention in a way that you can crowd control by having different events that people want to go to at the same time is a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. How to manage those lines has always been a problem. Last year in particular, I remember there was a couple of issues where the people that were working the floor at the convention center didn't know a lot about the actual events that was happening. They didn't know who was allowed in. They didn't know who required a ticket, if it required a ticket or a fast pass or anything like that. And it was a primary reason that I didn't get into the legend ceremony last year. And that was, you know, upsetting to me because that's the one thing I went wow. for. I can't believe it's been a year. Uh, two years, actually. Get out of here. Two years because the expo happens every two years. 
Oh, wow. So 2013 was the last time it happened. That's nuts. Now, uh, this year, the expo is being handled by a totally different company. And oh, come on. Yeah, they the way that they've actually been setting everything up, it's actually looking to be very, very good. Oh, so you're optimistic about this year. Oh, I'm totally psyched about this year. Cool. For one, the the D23 Expo app mm-hmm. did a very good job of... There's an app? Yeah, there's an app that gives you an outline and full schedule for all three days of everything that's happening. Hmm. Now, I do have one complaint about the app, and the app... Uh, you have to push button? No, it's the fact that most Disney apps give you the option to create an account. And when you create an account, it says, you know, enter your email address, you know, whatever you want to do. You can link it to Google Plus, to Facebook, however you want to, you know, sign up for this thing. If you already have a Disney account, just like the Disneyland app that we blogged about this last week that just came out, uh, you have the option of using the same credentials on across the board for everything. The D23 app did not allow you to do that. What does that mean? You have to create a no- whole new one for yourself or what? That's what I wanted to do. It only lets you link your Facebook account. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't like that. That was a little upsetting to me. It actually tells you that you're not giving it permission to post to Facebook or anything like that, that it's only pulling your information so that it sets up your account. Mm. I personally didn't like that it only gave me the option to set up a Facebook account. Hmm. I tried several different, you know, options on the screen right. to try to set it up. Nothing allowed me to physically enter an email address and a brand new password. It always tried to launch Facebook and and do that for me. When you did it, I'm assuming you did. These pocketeers or your personal? No, I canceled it. I logged in. It it did give me the option to log in without creating an account. Oh. So, I went ahead and I did that. Uh, I don't know what type of personal experience that it will give you when you do link it to the Facebook account, but when you see the entire schedule, there's little hearts next to each presentation that you're Mm -hmm. looking at, and it allows you to choose the ones that you really want to go to. It also breaks up the halls, the showroom floor, the different areas that some of the events are going to be happening at so that you can print out your itinerary. For the entire expo, which is kind of cool. They've actually, I don't remember them doing this two years ago. That actually sounds real cool. Yeah. The other thing that they're going to be doing this year that they're bringing back from the last expo is kind of a fast pass feature. And the fast pass feature that they're implementing for some of these larger shows is that if you have a particular show that's going to support this pass, you can go stand in a line and take all of the passes for the entire party that you're with. So if you're with eight people, you take their passes. They scan the barcodes on the pass for you, and now you have a fast pass for that event. So you don't have to really stand in line for eight or nine hours to see it. Mm-hmm. You're basically guaranteed entry. Okay. There's no assigned seats, so it's first come, first served as far as seating is. Right. But the fast pass feature will allow you to get into the event without having to stand in line in for line. hours at a right. time. And it's great because some of those lines were in the way of traffic before. So it's it's a really great way of controlling uh, emergency exits or just pathways and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about you know them bringing back some of these other features. Hmm. They're doing the same type of fast pass for the shopping this year. What does and that mean? So they set up different shops and uh, like Mickey's of Glendale, which is kind of the like official Imagineering store and stuff like that. Okay. They, they have uh, plushes or what? Well, my hat actually came from that. Oh. Like my, my hat that has the blueprint of the castle. Yeah. That's an Imagineering hat. Get out of here. Yeah. I just assumed you were an Imagineer. Oh, I wish. With all my heart and soul, I wish. Uh, you know, they sell Mario, if he does, you'd be like, like, peace, bye, pocketeers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have a hat and a shirt that I got at oh. the expo from Imagineering. Yeah. And I think I got one pen. Uh, uh, so anyway, so the FastPass feature that they're implementing for all of, all of these other shows, mm-hmm. they're doing for the stores as well. I remember going into one of these shops and standing there for close to five hours just to buy a hat. Uh-uh. You know, so the way that, that they're uh, doing it that's is... That's way too long. 
No, it, it is way too long. And and that's part of the problem that you're standing in line for four or five hours yeah. and you miss everything else. Do you remember that uh, Boy Meets World episode? I think they went to Disney World and they were in this long line. And one of them was like, what, we, what is this line for? Like, churro. This, it was a churro <laughs> line. <laughs> you said anything about a ride. Churro? <laughs> I love Boy Meets World. So... Uh, so Stage Pass, that that is not Fast Pass. I keep calling it Fast Pass because I'm so used to Disneyland, right. but it's called Stage Pass. Oh. It's actually what it's called for for the expo. Well, if you want to be technical, <laughs> you said Fast Pass because that's the way I, you knew I was going to know what you're talking about. No, it's because of the fact that <laughs> I'm so used to calling it Fast Pass at the park. Yeah, that I just you know I just kept I I always call it Fast Pass for some odd reason. But uh, they're going to have three different, like, main shops. They're going to have Mickey's of Glendale. They're going to have the Disney Store, which just has kind of stuff that you would see at the mall at the Disney Store. Uh And a few exclusive items to Mm. the expo. They're going to have the Disney Dream Store, which they've had in the past. And that's where they have the really nice expensive stuff. That's also where they're going to have some of the artists that created some of the stuff. Like Javier, our friend Javier. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be there with cool. the Hatchet Man and some of the other stuff. He's going to be signing some of his prints. Uh, oh, so he's going to be in the section that I cannot afford. No, no, there's plenty of stuff that there's you affordable could. stuff. Oh yeah, we cool. we've, we've uh, purchased a few pins and stuff like that oh, from okay. there. And yeah, like, there's going to be someone outside really giving nice free your buttons. Like you got one of those. I <laughs> 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 like, excuse me, sir, can I have one? No, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it's really cool. Uh, that that they're bringing those experiences in, so that you don't really have to stand in line for all that long. No, it's a you great get your, idea. You get your pass. You mm-hmm. go do whatever you want, and it just like a fast pass at Disneyland. It's going to have a required time frame for you to come back. You'll stand in a separate line. You'll go in, and then there's going to be a standby line for everybody else that just kind of does want to wait. That is pretty genius. It's like. The less time you are in a line, that means more time you are shopping. Uh, and doing other stuff. Yeah. Plus, not just kind of lingering. That was one of the primary complaints that everybody had the mm. last time. Uh, they're going to have some trading card games where when you first walk into the expo, they're going to give you some trading cards. And throughout the evening, they're going to have like 33 different trading cards that you can collect. And I think if you're following the social media account for D23, they're going to tell you like... Uh, hey, come find these three cards in this area right now or come get this specific card at this area right now. Hmm. It's just kind of like a little scavenger hunt, you know, that they're going to have throughout the three days. Okay. Uh, It's just a fun little thing to do while you're there for the most part. So they're on Instagram? I think they're going to be using Twitter. Oh, okay. I think I, I think for all of these things they use Twitter um, very very exclusively for these types of things. Okay. I've seen them post to like Facebook and Instagram, but I, Twitter's kind of their main driver for it. So if you're not following them, following uh, follow them on Twitter. Did you make up that quantity, or is thirty three an accurate number? I remember reading it was going to be thirty three different cards. Interesting. So it Why? doesn't it doesn't have to do anything with club 33 or anything like that i don't know but it, it's actually being brought to you by chase oh. they're the ones sponsoring the trading card quest and i'm almost positive that it's going to be 33 different cards we can go back and verify if i'm incorrect we'll correct it in the blog post uh which like we normally do for everything <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm i'm like 99 percent sure it was 33 hmm. so uh, I'm with Mario. I'm sure it has some sort of significance. Maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, there's going to be one thing this year, though, that I'm actually really excited to try. Is it food? No. <laughs> By the way, they don't let you bring in your own food, so you can't no? go to the Denny's and bring your own stuff. Uh, I think the only exception is if you have like um, specific dietary oh. needs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Or like baby formula oh, or something. Bring my stuff. But other than that, like you have to buy the food there. Although I am curious, do they have food vendors or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah, they have an entire section of food. Oh okay. So they have they have different vendors uh, throughout the entire floor that sell hot dogs, hamburgers, salads, ah. uh, pretzels, all sorts of stuff. At uh, least they did the last one. They also had food trucks. Disney pretzels or just regular pretzels? Regular pretzels. Oh. Yeah, it's more like Anaheim Convention Center, not okay. exactly Disney. But there was food trucks there too outside oh. of the convention center. 
Uh, I know Lynette's totally excited because she's always wanted to eat at the at the grilled cheese truck. Grilled the, cheese truck. Yeah, it's it's worth seeking out if really? you've never eaten on the grilled cheese truck. Seems something I don't want to get. Trust me. Since I I can make that at home. No no no, not like them. No. I mean you could technically, but they load it up with other stuff like mac and cheese, and not just cheese. It's like uh-huh. look it up, look it up. All but, right. The, the grilled cheese truck is going to be there along with a, a bunch of other ones. So she's really excited about that. Cool. Um, but what I'm actually interested in is, I hope I'm saying this right, but Hewlett Packard is actually putting together something called Orasma. And it's kind of, it, it's augmented reality. Hmm. Do you, are you guys familiar with augmented reality? Once again, you say things that I don't think it's a real thing. I think Nintendo did this with the 3DS or something like that. I was going to ask you, does it have something to do with gaming? Kind of. Oh. And I, I, I want to say that it was Nintendo that did this, where if you took the 3DS and put it over a card, the video on the 3DS gave you like a 3D version of a little character and stuff like that that came from the card. Huh. Basically, it scans the information on there, okay. recognizes something, and then it does something in response to it. The the Erasma, I think, is what what it's called. It, it's part of the D twenty three app. It's actually one of the sections in the menu that you can actually select. All right. And it basically just gives you three steps: scan the target image, watch it come to life, and then tap like a little arrow to discover more life content. I think is what it says, or something like that. And You're describing the very infinity, thing, bro. Kind of. So. This is this is kind of what I was asking about Disney Infinity, how uh-huh. it's going to work with like VR and stuff like that. Augmented VR. reality works. Is that virtual, virtual reality? reality. Yeah. Come on, man. Stop being so fancy. <laughs> Augmented reality is very similar to that. Okay. So uh, again, the thing that I'm going to look forward to is the very first thing that's going to use this technology is the actual uh brochure or the actual like book that they give you when you walk into the expo. If you launch the app and you put it to the cover, mm-hmm. it's basically going to come to life on your screen. And I'm going to try to take a second device so that I can record what's on the device as it's happening so I can post it to Instagram or something like that. All right. Because I'm really, really looking forward to what they're going to do. But throughout the day, they're going to have different experiences where you're going to be able to bring up the app, scan something, and you're going to see it come to life in front of you. Now, when you say come to life, you mean a character? It could be several different things. Like, for the most part, let's say, like, on my wall, I have uh, the exploding TARDIS. Yes. You know, from Doctor Who. So... An example of augmented reality is if I was to put the screen or the camera up to that on my screen, I would see maybe the animation of the swirls, Mm. the TARDIS coming up, and then exploding. Gotcha. That's basically what augmented reality does. It gives you the experience of what you're looking at right now. So what I would be looking at is a 2D dimensional thing, It might be 3D. Hmm. It might be 3D. Like a projection? Almost like a hologram, really. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember I brought a Sony Xperia phone once? And I pointed the camera outside and it created this dinosaur world on the camera. Where I danced? That's that's augmented reality. Oh, yeah. I danced at that party. That's a perfect example. I'm glad you remember that. I completely forgot about that. Okay. So that's basically the type of experience you're going to have, but with different things that are going to be happening at the expo. Cool. One magician that I really, really like, his name is Marco Tempest. He's considered the virtual magician because he uses a lot of technology to put together his act. And... He was one of the reasons I really got into augmented reality because a lot of the tricks that he does require augmented reality, and it's really cool. Uh, I'll actually find a video of his from a couple of, of uh, presentations that he did, like for TED and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put him in the blog post for this episode because what he does is using augmented reality, and I really enjoy it. I think other people will too. So there's going to be... A ton of different things that you can actually go see a lot of presentations. Like what? Uh, like one of the presentations is, is called The Magic Behind the Muppets. Ooh. So you get to sit with a panel of people that have worked, you know, on the Muppets for yeah. ABC that's coming up. By the way, we didn't really talk about it this week, but 
Don't Miss say Piggy. it. Miss Piggy. I know. Don't say it. No. All right. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> you do get to sit with the panel, you know, from the upcoming Muppets. Yeah. Uh, and they, they tell you a little bit about how they bring the Muppets to life, how it's different from what used to happen, you know, when Jim Henson was running the company and stuff like that. That sounds uh, awesome, actually. Obviously, they're going to have the Disney Legends Awards. Bring me the DVD. Of what? That whole thing about the Muppets. I love the Muppets. No, most they usually post it to YouTube. Oh, but send me the link. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so they're going to be, they have the Disney Legends Award. The people that are being awarded this year are Andrea Stasia, Carson Van Austin, Danny Elfman is getting a Disney Legend Award this nice. year. Nice. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Finally. Uh, George Bodenheimer, George Lucas is getting uh, a Disney Legend Award this year. Oh, so really? George cool. Lucas? George Lucas is getting one, too. Wow. Susan Lucci. Who's that? Uh, she was on... Um, Not to be rude. I don't know who that is. No, no. She's on um, All My Children on ABC. Oh. I think she's been in the same role now for like 40 years or something like that. I wow. don't know what the actual time frame is, but she's she's been there so long that she's considered a legend in TV history because of how long she played the same character. Good for her. You know, just for the span. And uh, Julie Ream. Who was, was the very first ambassador for Disneyland? Nice. So she's being awarded um, the Disney Legend Award this year. So see if you can get on the podcast. That would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? That'd or George nice. Lucas, you know. Or George Lucas, yeah. or Danny Elfman, or yeah. any of you guys. That want to come on there, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah just, well, just record a little something. <laughs> just record a little something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they have so many great things, and like I said. They have uh, photo ops with different TV shows, like the TV show Live and Maddie on Disney Channel. Uh, ABC Family has a show called Young and Hungry with Emily mm. Osman and stuff like that that they're okay. going to have a, a photo op with. Um, Lab Rats. It's a show my I, I watch with, with Noah right now on Lab Disney Rats? XD. Yeah. Huh. It's kind of fun. Okay. They're like the kids are bionic and stuff like that. It's kind of a fun show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a lot of things like are, are you familiar with Charles Phoenix? No. He kind of does a lot of retro stuff. He, retro he, as in what? Clothing? Uh, he, he talks about a lot of retro things from like the 50s and the 60s and stuff like that. And okay. He, he posts a lot to Facebook. I'll show him to you. I'm sure you've seen his face around. You just may not like recognize his name. Yeah. But he's going to be doing a presentation called Big Retro Disneyland Slideshow. Sweet. And he's going to be showing a bunch of retro Disneyland slides. So... Every day, there's going to be tons and tons of things to do. Now, a lot of these things overlap. Okay, so Mm -hmm. you have to be really careful. Like, I think the Disney Legends Award overlaps with Charles Phoenix's presentation. That's not nice. The Jedi Training Academy. uh, A thing with Pixar called Lights, Camera, Coding, which I really wanted to go to. But? But I kind of want to go to the Legends Ceremony Uh. more. Uh, So, it's... There, you have to be really careful about what you choose. You should always have like an option A and option B in case you can't get into one or the other, and then plan C, like if you can't get into either. Either one, of one those, yeah. You know what I mean? You because know what I want to know. What's that? Are there going to be any sort of Disney movie trailers all the time? What do you mean? They they do have presentations yeah. with some of the crew that worked on some movies and like, some TV how about shows cast? and stuff like that. They they do do have things with the cast, uh, like they do at Comic-Con. I don't remember off the top of my head which ones are going to be happening this time around, but they have done that in the past. And I know that one of the biggest ones that happened at the first expo was when ABC did the screening for Modern Family. Like, they couldn't pay people to be in that presentation oh, we really? walked by it four times yeah. and not once did we want to go see the trailer for it <laughs> yeah because they had like a preview of yeah. what the show was going to be we're like now nah, this looks boring this looks boring <laughs> now we're hooked on the show right so is this with uh show. al bundy i don't know his name ed o'neill yeah yeah i did it you did it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes it is a show with ed o'neill oh. and sofia vergara and so it's it's a funny show, but when it was first debuting, yeah. 
they couldn't pay people to be in there, and it was really sad. I've yet to see an episode. You need to. It's really funny. Looks good. Uh, they had, uh, I remember back to the first expo, they had uh, the, a lot of the clothing that they had in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie on display. Oh. So there are some places where you can't do photography, you can't do video, you can't do audio recording and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But they'll tell you right before you go in there what's allowed and what's not. I have an idea. What's that? Can I go instead? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. You don't want pictures, right? I just want to go look. No, 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 no. Just, just you know, just go enjoy it. <laughs> don't worry about talking about it or yeah. anything. Just, just go I'm not even going to try to get uh, guest or <laughs> nothing like that. I just want to go look. No, just go enjoy it. Yeah, thanks, bro. This guy. Come on, fist pump. <laughs> fist pump. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I do recommend the D23 app. Uh, it's free. Again, you don't have to actually log in with Facebook credentials. Uh, it's probably the one thing that bugs me about the app. Mm. It's really well laid out. It's got its menu, you know, with different options and stuff like that. Oh, it is. It's got nice. all the rules. Here, actually, check this out. Uh, you can you can actually see all of the options in the menu on the side right here. Oh, I like it that. Says, Thank you. Discover, schedule, maps, show floor, showings, trading card. That's the trading card quest, and that's the uh, Orasma I was talking about. By the way, he's reading upside down. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then the hashtag <laughs> D23Expo. I've been through this app a lot. Oh, okay. Like, I've been playing with this for like three days now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it. And the reason I try to get familiar with it is because I did want to create a type of itinerary mm-hmm. because me and conventions and me and these types of events don't seem to get along very well. No? I don't know if you've noticed that pattern. No. But I get overly excited about being there. Uh-huh. And I just kind of turn into a little kid and yeah. then I lose most you know, rationale all of a sudden. (laughs) And I don't remember what time certain things were at. And I don't remember what rules I have to follow to get a pass or, you know, the stage pass in this case that we were talking about. Yeah. The app is really uh, laid out well to the point where here, I want to show you one of the features and uh, this is great for an audio podcast, (laughs) but one of the cool features is you see the little hearts right here on the side. Yes. Let's say that I really wanted to see the legend ceremony. Mm. I put a heart next to it. Nice. Now that kind of became part of my itinerary. For yes. The day. When you go down into the menu, it's got an option for you to go into the my favorites, and in the event section, the Disney Legends uh, award is there. It's like a checklist. It's kind of like a checklist. Now you can actually add uh, information, like your own notes down here. So you can type up your own notes, like wow. who's going to be there, you know, what time should I line up, what time should I this, what time should I that. And then you can export your notes so that you can keep a copy like in Notepad or create um, – you can create like an event in your calendar. I think that was made specifically for you. I'm almost positive that it was. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have the different venues that you can add to your oh, favorites. Oh, and it's all mapped out. And it's all mapped out. That's so the beautiful. Now, most of this is going to be in the actual booklet that that you get when you actually walk into uh. the event. But the fact that it's all here, you can see all of the shows that are going to be part of particular halls. You can actually, you know, favorite them from here as well. I, I think there's going to be a lot more features that are going to come to this app for the next expo. But this is really well done. I'm actually really content with this. I think... The ability to add reminders, you know, and maybe live updates of, you know, how long a line is, for instance, mm-hmm. or maybe the the digital uh, version of your, I guess the digital version of the passes is with your badge, which has your barcode on it. So maybe not with the app, but I think the day that I'm using this at the expo, I'll get a better idea of how well it worked out, but Outside of the expo, it looks like it's going to be a really good companion. It for looks it. fantastic. Out of so. curiosity, what happens if you heart two conflicting times? Good question. It doesn't do anything. It just lines it up for it you. Just puts them on. Top ah, weak sauce. I was hoping. Yeah. That it would. Uh, that it would tell you like, hey, some sort of alert. Two events are at the same time. Right. 
which one would you like to try to go to? Yeah. You know, which one is like your favorite favorite of these two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it doesn't do anything, actually. I was kind of disappointed in that. Is there a complaint button? No. <laughs> there's there's guest services. Or suggestion? Any suggestion? No, there's there's no. guest services, but that's about it. And <laughs> all it is is notifications and stuff oh, about what's well. there. So. Well, I guess if they have a time there, I guess you can just say, hey, you know, I can't go to it. Yeah, it. I think it just would have been a cool feature. I think it would have been a cool feature too. Um, I don't like. I said I think most of the stuff that it does and doesn't do is going to really come, you know, come up when I'm using it the days mm-hmm. uh, that I'm there at the expo. But so far, it looks great. You know, I mm-hmm. I hope it works the way that it was intended to. I hope service cell phone wise is that- better. You actually jumped ahead of me. I wanted to ask you, what if you you got no reception, there's no Wi-Fi, then you're kind of screwed, right? Yeah, I think I do want to see if it just functions without any type of data connection. Right. Uh, for the most part, I think it actually downloads everything to the device. Uh, I For some reason, I thought it was much bigger. I thought it was like 3 gigs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only 40 megs. So oh. I don't know exactly how I confused that. It's probably the whole Thor's hammer on Earth six pound thing again. <laughs> but uh, I'm assuming that it just finds the data on your device because especially since you're not linking it to an account like I'm not doing, right. it doesn't pass from device to device. Does it work with a hotspot like on your phone or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if your phone's not getting data, how's it going to work with a hotspot? Oh, spot? duh. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that was one of the biggest issues that we ran into the last expo that mm. I remember trying to post things not far from the front door where the Tomorrowland dis- uh, display was, mm-hmm. and I couldn't post anything. I had to walk out of the convention center floor out into the lobby yeah. where all the stairways and escalators were just to be able to post something. That's and not then fun. walk back into the event. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be more Wi-Fi spots this time around or if they're going to do something, you know, with cell towers or something like that, but I hope they do because it was kind of frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, uh that's kind of the the D23 in a nutshell. Uh I wish you guys were going. Me I think too, you guys man. would have fun. I think I, you would have more fun with me there. I do too. But I might get you kicked out. No, I don't think so. I do. <laughs> I think Mario would get me kicked out. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I, it is fun, you know. The thing that the thing about it is that it comes around every two years, and yeah. I know they're going to have some announcements about Shanghai Disney. Mm. Uh, I know we asked that a couple weeks ago. You know, I think my original response was that they already talked about it enough. You know, mm. but it looks like they're going to have more announcements for Shanghai. It looks like there's going to be some announcements about. The land purchases that Disneyland's been doing. Yeah, you know, I in, saw in that Anaheim. article. Yeah. So everybody just keeps speculating. Hey, Star Wars Land is coming. Star Wars Land is coming. Some people are saying that, that it's just more parking. That it's going to be another parking structure. That it's going to oh. be cast member parking. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that they expand. If they expand all the land that they're buying for the offices and backstage area for all the cast members that exists now. It expands the park a good amount, hmm. you know, and you do have a significant uh, chunk of land that you can put more attractions and entire land into, you know, and maybe that's where Star Wars comes in. So who who knows? Yeah, it's, it's we'll going to be part of the presentation. So we'll talk about it next week. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I will be able to see enough things and not be standing in too many lines that I'll get to experience you know, enough of the expo to talk about it next week. Again, me and conventions, we don't get along. <laughs> Look what happened at E3. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try to cover as much as possible. And Are you going to wear that hat? My Imagineering hat? Yeah. Probably. I hope so. <laughs> Probably. This is my – the my, my Imagineering hat is kind of my, my inspiration hat. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, it's whenever I, I need to be creative about something or whenever I'm – trying to accomplish something mm-hmm. it's just kind of the hat that i wear when i feel i need to be inspired it's like where's my thinking hat kind of yeah it's kind of my thinking <laughs> hat yeah like it's there's no magic other than the disney magic to the hat but it makes me feel good you're lying sir give me that hat i need some inspiration <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll get you one yeah this, this one's mine Aww. this one's mine <laughs> all right well 
that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, again, we'll talk about the expo itself in, in the next week or two. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to get some interviews for upcoming podcasts from people there. And if yeah. I can't do them at the expo itself, hopefully we can at least get some some dates down and get some other people to come on the podcast. Uh, I do plan on talk possibly, to George Lucas. He ain't doing nothing. One day he'll you know he'll be popular. What does he do again? He's, uh, I think he just did some animated film that didn't no, do well. No, I don't think he's yeah. done anything like that. Yeah, I think he did. It'd be it'd be nice if we could get George Lucas. Right? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my goal is to try to get a few more interviews. I'm gonna screw it up. Be like, you did Star Trek, right? Oh, <laughs> it's funny. I saw I saw a picture on Facebook that somebody posted uh-huh. where this girl standing in front of uh, Darth Vader, yeah. and she's doing the "Live Long and Prosper." Yeah, from Star I saw Trek. that. I was like, oh come on! I'm not a I'm not like a hardcore Star Wars fan. Right. I'm not a hardcore Trekkie, yeah. but I know the difference. So that was pretty funny. That is good. All right, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Cool. I think it's it's way too late, uh, and I still want to drink my root beer float. Hey, man, go for it. Get out of my house. Bye. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you guys. I'm taking the ice cream. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? Uh, I'm good, man. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. If you guys want to find us, head over to podcasters.com. There you can find more info on this particular episode and any of the other episodes with our blog posts and pictures and videos and all that other all that podcasteery stuff. stuff. Yeah. If you're looking for us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Podcasters, and oh, we're also at Podcasters on Periscope. Yeah. Since no. we haven't really Periscoped yet, I keep forgetting to say that, but it'll happen one of these days. I when hope you not. least expect it, it's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to get a Twitter alert. And it's not going to be me stealing one of Jeff's videos to put on our Pocketeers <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> if you want to find us on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Pocketeers. Remember that if you hit that like button to drop it down and hit get notifications. Most important. Or else Facebook won't tell you what's happening with us. Right. Which some of you may want, <laughs> but others may want that. So <laughs> Find us, hit like, and never see us again. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way Facebook works. <laughs> All right. That's it, guys. It's time to wrap it up. It's close to 2 a.m. now, and I'm tired. Yeah. I so, don't know how many times I yawned. A lot. I'm tired, man. A lot. Thank you for moving away from the microphone, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it. Until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and make your ears. Have a fantastic week. And if you're going to the expo, find me. Say hi. Take a <laughs> selfie. I'm going to count the selfie at the expo. That's not. I the might rule. even take. Yeah, I'm going to. It's, you know, it's close to Disney property, so I'm going <laughs> to count it. I may even take Hobdog with me if I don't, you know, mind carrying you around. Maybe I'll carry a Hobtot and have a special Hobtot achievement. <laughs> Oh, that would be cute. Ah. All right, so that's going to be it. Again, here's to be your cheers and make ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Propane. <laughs> <laughs>